Welcome to the Dietitian Values Podcast, a space for conversations that go beyond lip speak, challenge the status quo, and hopefully create a space where we can learn and unlearn in connection and community. Join me, Laura Jean, accredited practicing dietitian, as I brained up my thoughts, chat with insightful guests, and create a space where we'll probably end up with more questions than answers, but also a space for encouraging and inspiring accountable action. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Dietitian Values Podcast. Today, I want to talk about layers. And I can't say that without thinking of Shrek and the onions and the parfait conversation between Shrek and Donkey, um, if you know, you know. Um, But I don't necessarily want to talk about are you an onion or are you a parfait today, Um, but clearly we all want to be parfaits, right? Uh, But I want to talk about layers as far as the layers of values or the different exposure programming influence of values over your lifetime. And I think it's helpful to understand that because it can give us some context around why we sometimes maybe act in ways that don't necessarily align with our core values or why when we go to dive into some of the values exercises um, or over time why your values can change um, and why why it's so helpful and so important to get really um, have a thorough critical analysis of the values that you hold and are they yours and asking that question whose values which I ask a lot and I'll link to a show I've done on that, an episode I've done on that. So let's dive into what I mean by this context and um, why it can be helpful to kind of hold it as you go on your own exploration around your values, but also actually let's use a different word than that. As you go on a journey of, um, as you kind of start that process of clarity, gaining clarity around your values um, and also as you start to decouple from those external values or those values that perhaps you thought you had. And just as a way to remind ourselves that values do change and that actually can be something that's supportive um, and something we want. So from when you're born to now, you have been exposed, influenced, submerged, or maybe not submerged, emerged in, emerged is probably the better word, um, emerged in, um, immersed is the one, not emerged, immersed, uh, not submerged. <laughs> okay, words, um, in different values. So values from people close to you, values from culture, values from the social. So we'll go through all the different values or the layers that I kind of think of. If you think of any else, um, please feel free to share if I've, I've, I've got any gaps in this analysis, but also, you know, you can extrapolate into your own experience. You may not have influence from all of those spaces and places. Um, and remembering that the layers exist for all of those spaces and places, right? So we'll start with family of origin. I'll explain what I mean. So your family of origin or the space that you had your childhood experiences in, the relationships and relating um, within the, you know, where you grew up, where you're raised, will in will have basically instilled in you or even programmed you for a certain set of values. Now, you may not have taken all of those on, but definitely you were not submerged, but immersed very strongly within a set of values as a child, your survival, um, and of course across our whole life spectrum. But at that stage of life, you know, the influence or the, we learn by modeling, we learn by mimicking and by what's around us. So the values of your family of origin can have a very strong influence. And I'm using that term family of origin um, 
and understanding that everyone has a different experience in in their early life of what and what that might look like is different for different people as far as who those people are and what that um, structure of relationships might have been. So I don't want to assume, you know, everyone, you know, I'm not going to just going to say that everyone had the same kind of experience. So I'm I'm mindful of that, and also I've had a specific experience myself. So I'm, I may have some gaps around that analysis as well. So I'm happy to hear insights or, or shares from you around that or just to be, you know, um, called in or out around the words and terminology that I use. I'm always here for that um, because, you know, no better, do better and all of the multiple steps in between. So family of origin. So at the time in childhood, we are very much basically just asked to take on the values of our family, right? Um, and often, depending on the culture of your family or what went on, um, or that that environment that you grew up in, um, that you might have been um, coerced into taking on certain values. Um, and so we've got that. So that's sort of like our first experience. And then within that that sort of stuff, we will have like wider family circles and and other social and cultural values starting to come in and be influenced. Um, value social and cultural values can come in through play and through through learning for kids and also through social interactions. Um, in childhood, we obviously not obviously in for most people in childhood, um, there's experiences outside of that, you know immediate relating sphere as well. So you have all of those values. So you see what's going on. You see how people are treated or not treated. You see um, the consequences of certain actions and certain behaviors or certain opinions and certain ways of speaking or talking or, or content of talking or speaking. And so all that stuff starts to give us, gives you a picture of that around values of what is value what um, values spaces and places hold what that means for your how you show up and how you act and then over time if we go through um, we have education institutions so whether you went to like a preschool or childcare center and then um, into primary school or if somebody was homeschooled it's a different um, educational value so there's values within that as well so depending on the settings there's different values um, and most even schools have sets of values right that they are um, that you that students are expected to act into and they might be values that align for you. They might be values that are similar, but they might not be your values, right? Um, or the 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 definition of how acting to that value is carried out within those environments might not align with what you hold. So a really um, simple example is respect. And, you know, often I went to um, a lot of Catholic schools uh, growing up and in the 80s and 90s as well, so a very different time. So respect was generally often, um, you know, obey uh, as far as uh, uh, how that was played out in what was expected of, of actions. For myself, that's definitely not the definition I hold around respect. So we can have values alignment, but all, but also have a difference there. So that can start from a young age where you can start to see that and somebody growing up within the influence of the um, of yeah, Catholicism, uh, lots of, lots of disconnects there for myself uh, in my learning and unlearning. So 
that is our starting. So we can have that. So then we've got education institutions. And again, we still have cultural and social stuff going on. That's always in play over our whole lifetimes, even now, right? The communities that you're part of. So we have communities. And so I just mentioned their religious communities and the values of those can be one. Um, but other communities, you know, um, we didn't have it in the town I grew up in, but scouts or brownies or um, in the US, is it? What's it called with the cookies? Girl guides. Um, so like different communities that kids can be um, exposed to, but obviously over your whole life, part communities that you're part of, sporting communities and organizations, um, all sorts of spaces and places. And this is from childhood, but also now, like you can think now in your life now, there's possibly different communities you're part of. Um, you might still be part of a school community, but perhaps as a parent. So you're still, um, there's still the values of that community um, are possibly influencing you less but also but you are still um, sort of still still what's the word I want it's not immersed because you're probably not so deep in it but still like adjacent to them they're still having you're still aware of them you're still noticing them and perhaps with your children experiencing the consequences of what those values mean in action and consequences I don't mean that in a bad way consequences are, ju- are just the you know the outcome the the thing that happens from doing a thing um so we've got that um so I'm I'm sort of thinking of it more traditional linearly I'm going through it as we go up in our age but all of these other pieces are there the whole time particularly cultural um social and um, community kind of values and, of course, those family of origin values, which can be the same or they can shift as well, like, um, you know, depending on your situation and but also depending on the people you're relating to within that kind of more home environment. Then um, we have, you know, if we continue on that trajectory, we've got educational institutions, you might have different ones that you experience over time. And then we go through time where our peers and our friends, whether those that becomes a really strong, heavily heavy influence. We're always hopefully relating with our peers across our whole life, but um, particularly in certain parts of our experiences and development, they become a bigger influence. Um, And also they might, um, the values within peer groups or the values within friendship groups can influence your values that you hold. And so you can be asked to take on certain values as part of being in that group. Um, And I know myself, my experience in high school, there was definitely stuff like that that happened, um, which I look back on now and so cringe and really like, oh, um, you know, I do want to give little Laura a hug and, and say, it's okay, you can just be yourself, but didn't feel like I could at those times. So that is something as well that can influence us. Um, then we finish, so we're finishing up high school and then, or even while you're still in high school, then you start, might start having workplace or working, um, those kind of employment, um, values of employers, employees and workplaces, um, so you can have certain values based on the organizations or businesses that you're working for. And so they start to influence, um, how you act and how you show up. Um, if you go on to higher education, university, so another education, and also if you are training in a certain profession, you might have values. So as a dietitian, um, from very early on in my study we do a lot of placement so we go into one we have the organizational values but we're also um our courses accredited by the professional body of the our our national professional body and so those values start coming in as well um and then yeah expectations of 
you know, those hierarchical kind of values of being a student. Um, there's there's all sorts of stuff going on, like in that period as well, and different values coming in. So you've got that happening. And then, you know, if you're finishing up further study or if you, you went straight into work from, you know, whatever it might be, so you, you've got those workplace. And then at some points, um, and, and obviously this can start earlier than that, but I'm, you know, I'm just immersing a general timeline you've you've got those cultural social values again coming into play what we should be doing where we should be going with our lives you can have um at any point um close relationships so friends family but also um partners and different values um you know I know for me um, the experience of kind of you know merging families um when I got married and, and you don't have to get married for that to happen but and then raising um having kids and and the values kind of stuff that comes on that happens there when you've got kind of, you know, for instance, I've got that plus then my, my husband's and, and all of his value layers and then how that comes in. And so there's, um, there's that happening as well. Um, and then you might, um, if we're thinking about the cultural social side of things, so that's always happening. And then of course, you've got the, the awareness of what's going on. Um, and perhaps that real awareness of the disconnect. And then you've got all the, the, potential delayering, but potential awareness of different layers that might come in through alternate ways of thinking about things, alternate views. So social justice um, lens and different different things that can come in. And that might happen at any point across your lifetime, of course. So that's sort of what I mean by the layers. So if you imagine like you as a human moving through all of those kind of, all of that time across your life, you've got those very linear progression of um, environments. And so layer the values, layers happening there, but also across the whole of your lifetime, you have specific experiences, environments, or specific um, spaces and places that you are part of and connected to where the values of those influence you. And even if they don't influence you, you see, um, you see how, what those values look like and, and the consequences of those. But also, um, you know, we're experiencing where I'm trying to think of a word and I possibly should have thought about it before I press record, but I'm trying to think of a word kind of between being aware and influence, but you're kind of mindful of them, like you're aware of them and you're you're impacted by them, even if you don't necessarily take them on. So we have all these layers, these values um, and these experiences and the layer up. And this is why if you've ever gotten to a point in your life where you've just thought, what am I doing? Whose life am I living? Whose values am I even living into and acting into? Even though you might hold a set of values quite strongly, you might be a value, very values-driven human um, and, and, and have a strong set of core values, we can still find ourselves acting into values that are not our own because of all those influences. And there can be many reasons we do that through our commitment to getting different needs met, um, needs net, needs met, um, safety, security, and all of those, um, but depending on the identity that you hold, um, acting into values that aren't your own can actually be, um, essential to your survival. Um, so I want to recognize that there are very real reasons we can do it quite consciously. And there's also the impact of all those different value systems and values, actions layering up over a lifetime. It's can, you know, it's no wonder that we can get to points where we are acting into other values, where we really do need to take the time to really get clear on your values um, and really get that clarity on the values you want to actually act into. And so once we get there, and um, I love the, I always think of the quote um, or the, the sentiment that James Olivia shares of, we come by it honestly, now what? And so having the 
part of me that awareness that okay this is this is is what is right we've we've been immersed emerged not submerged um in these values um not emerged either uh influenced um programmed even um and socially you know really socially and heavily influenced so what do we do now and so having that awareness i think is really helpful and so this is why i think it's always important or always well, I find it supportive to have that question. I shouldn't say always because nothing's really always. I find it really supportive to have that question to hold with me is whose values. When I make this choice, whose values? Now, once you get really clear on your values and you've wrapped words around those and you've got um, a lot of clarity around that, and I'll, I'll drop in the show notes a link to my episode on finding your values if you haven't gone through that process. Um, and spoiler, keep your eye out um, for next month, September. I'm going to be releasing a little... Um, little something you can use to actually get clear on your values. Um, But in the meantime, the podcast episode's there. And when you have, once you've kind of gotten that real specific clarity, you've wrapped words around your values, then you can use your values. You don't have to kind of, I suppose, go through that process of kind of like digging away and trying to figure out whose values you have your values. You can really just see, is it aligned or is it not? Um, For curiosity's sake or for, you know, for building that awareness, you can dive in and think well whose values where did this come from where is that um sometimes it can just even be helpful to think whose voice is that who am i hearing what experience am i in um and so over your lifetime you've been influenced by different things and it's no wonder that we come out um, of those experiences perhaps with acting into other people's values you know perpetuating the same values and just continuing along to live into those values you know um and it takes, you know, pausing critically or critical awareness. It takes reflection and it takes a lot of, um, it takes a choice, a decision from you to do things differently. And now that doesn't mean we throw everything in the bin, right? There could be some of the values from your family of origin, from school, from organizations um, and communities you're part of from certain workplaces that actually have helped you to get clarity on your values and and that you actually do hold and you can take them with you this is just an opportunity to recognize all of the the layers that can be on top of your values and you might need to do a little bit of excavation work to find yours um, to to clear away the the debris of other people's values um, and also just to get really clear on which ones you want to take with you to recognize values change to recognize that your values you don't exist in a vacuum right so you're going to be always influenced by and exposed to different values you know as long as you continue to relate and as long as you continue to exist um and so knowing your values and having that space to grounding can help um to be able to make that choice is this a something that i want to take with me or something i want to leave behind is this something i want to actually cultivate as within my values or is this actually serving um you know is this somebody else's values is this serving the needs of of other systems and other people but not mine so that's what I wanted to um, chat about today, values and value layers. Hopefully this is helpful. I'll drop the links to the other episodes in the show notes. If this is something you want to explore, if this is something you've tried um, kind of playing around with um, yourself, but you but you want more support, do remember that I do hold space for this um, through my one-to-one work as well. So you don't have to kind of do that excavation work by yourself. Um, you can, of course. Um, but if you find that active kind of reflection um, that you get in your own head or you, you, you spin around, like, you know, if, 
if we liken it to the humans we support around their relationship with food, you can kind of know where you want to go, but it's when you're or when you still existing in diet culture and when you as a business owner and a human still existing in the capitalist supremacy, patriarchal bullshit that we do um, and diet culture too, you know, actually having a space to um, – held around that analysis of that can be super supportive. So if that is, then know that I hold space for that. Um, and I'm also here to, to, I'm always here to continue. That isn't always. Continue the conversation to hear from you if there's anything that um, that you want to share, anything that really landed for you or anything that missed the mark where you think, um, where you've got um, something to offer me to just sort of yeah, build out my own analysis. I'm always here for that. Okay, until next time, bye for now much for listening i really appreciate you and the time you've given to me if you like what you heard please share it with your dietitian besties and subscribe on your platform of choice want more like this come follow along and continue the combo on instagram where i hang out at dietitian values i'm so grateful for you and the opportunity to connect have a good one catch you next time on the dietitian values podcast the dietitian values podcast is recorded on the unceded lands of the nambri and Ngunnawal people i pay my respects to the elders past present and emerging